Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals and best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant with you fine ladies at Linden Tree Midwifery. Woo-hoo. So we didn't really get to actually talk about what's been going on with us lately because our last in our last episode was an interview which was super important but we, we want to talk about us baby <laughs> no, yeah. what's going on let's talk about you. us baby let's <laughs> talk about you and me um but yeah january's been insane because mostly for katie yeah. And I'm like, welcome to midwifery. <laughs> I'm just watching it unfold. Well, is this the most clients we've ever had in one month? I think we've had this many before. Yeah. Okay. And then it pretty much, we have like two slower months. Not slow, but like mm-hmm. slower. And then it's pretty much just capped out. Yeah. Forever. Capped out. <laughs> so she, forever. I ever. feel like people are like, we just have to get through January. I'm like, no, this no, is our life now. This is how it's going this to be. This is why we have three midwives Enjoy now. those two days <laughs> off calls on and a regular basis. It's been even more interesting because um, the universe has decided to bless us with some lovely snowstorms this year. I hate it. And honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it has been. I thought the snow was going to bring on like all of the babies at once. Yeah. Because what, we saw four women in their window that haven't gone yet? I think so. (laughs) Plus the ones we've had. I thought that it was going to bring on all the babies, but I was also just like, it just made life more stressful because I just... I was going to say your kids are home, but your kids are always home. That doesn't bother me. It was just more like worrying. (laughs) I hate driving in the snow. Oh, do you? Like, I... I hate it it makes me it's one of the only things that makes me well, you extremely don't have a anxious car to drive in the snow you, have mean, a, you don't really have a car for driving honestly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for driving true. at all it's really just like a wet towel yeah. like transporter i love my car i paid 500 dollars <laughs> for it eight years ago transporter. and i will drive it until i absolutely cannot drive it anymore yeah, i mean you're really pushing it to the limit i'm more dedicated to that car than i was to my marriage yeah. you just- <laughs> I mean, that's real love. <laughs> um, but Marriages are hard. That's all. They're so hard. A lot of pittering along. We have, in the past month, done so many births. And I've observed people doing a lot of births. Yeah. I had the longest break I've ever had. So you did. I, I didn't do so many Oh, you've births. only done one birth since then. Or have you done two? Two. Okay. So today we thought we would just talk a little bit about some of our births and the special unique challenges that come about because it happens to be wintertime and it's, and not only was it snowing, but it's also been freakishly cold. Like it's terrible. So bad. For that birth the other morning, remember the mom was like, it was seven degrees this morning when we left for this birth and also that wasn't including the wind chill so i mean it was probably close to zero easily yeah it's awful this is like every reason i don't want to live in this state (laughs) all happening at once the wind the snow and then it was raining and then it got icy and i was like i would like to acknowledge that um 
I'm really grateful I live in this city because they do such a good job with plowing and salting. All of these subdivisions we're going into for these births are horrific. I would, Even yesterday I went to a home visit and I was skidding on the roads because they're like not salting at all. It's I would disagree with you about the city of Winchester. Like every time I go there after it snows, like the roads and where we're, where I'm from will be fine. Yeah. And it even happened the other night. I did a birth in Winchester the other night. And as soon as I pulled off 81 and got on 522, I was like, this road is still horrible. Yeah. It was like that when I picked Evie up from Max Roller Rink from a birthday party. Yeah. And I was used to like, I thought everything was clear. And I came flying out of there and I was like, oh my God, the roads are still icy. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. It was pretty bad. Thankfully, my husband's OCD manifests as him going out and shoveling snow every three hours on snow days. So it's magic. That does not happen for me. And like this weekend, it was supposed to snow. So I actually had a snow party with my friends and they live on top of a ginormous hill that when it snows, like there is no getting up up and down that hill. And so when I'm on call, I park my car at the bottom of the hill. And so I hadn't driven my car all weekend. And then I got called to this berth and I was like, all right. So I got driven down the hill because by then it was okay. But I hadn't like brushed off my car. I hadn't done anything. (laughs) It was just like an ice block. It took me like 20 minutes of just like heating. Like I was scraping it with a credit card. Just like it was like 1230 at night. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I would like to say that I at least go out and scrape my car and reheat it ahead of time if I know someone's going to have a baby. Well, I didn't know. Like, I knew that people were in their window, but Just, hey. We had like six people in their window. I know. And it <laughs> snowed like off your car. It snowed like a lot. So I, like, actually, I didn't yeah. do it every day. I think I'm taking too much credit. If it wasn't for Terrence, I don't think I would do it. <laughs> no. He's a good influence. I did everything the first um the first snow that we got i went outside and it was so powdery all i had to do was like fluff it off yeah it was like and it was gone so i did all the cars all the walkways the stairs the porch and chuck was like oh my god what did you do i was like yeah i know but then he's like wait he didn't do it (laughs) you could just like fluff it off like there was no there was no work to it it was just like sweeping yeah but whatever i still did it farted in its general direction (laughs) and then it's gone yeah but Uh. he did the he and the boys did the second set um yeah so i got my car finally like undone it was freakishly cold and i feel like all the moms that i've had in their windows especially are like moms that we are worried that their births are gonna go really really fast too Mm -hmm. and so it was just like i don't know it was like seven degrees outside the roads were icy I was just like, oh, my God, I hate this so much. <laughs> it does make it a lot harder to get out of your bed and go to a birth. It does. It's gross outside. It does. It makes it so, like, as soon as I get there, I'm fine. But then I'm like, like, this is terrible. I just want to be curled up under a blanket. Yeah. But the births I've had, so, Kim, me and you, well, we missed a birth together. <laughs> Everybody missed a birth together. We did. But that birth was, like, five seconds long, so... Even the husband didn't make it. So I, wa- <laughs> I felt I w- a little better about that. She pulled a Meredith. I yeah. watched her a little bit. You know, she did not. She pulled like a Meredith minus three hours because <laughs> hers was, I think she said in her little video she posted that it was seven minutes. She knew she was she in knew labor, she was in labor, for, labor seven for seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- I thought it was so funny, her text, because she shared a screenshot of two of the texts. And I could see that Jesse was like, okay, well, 
you let me know when you're ready. And I said, lady, <laughs> nope, <laughs> yeah. no. And so this I was not the person. <laughs> so I had a flashback to like what I was doing when I was texting her. And Jesse's like, okay, my stuff's by the door. Just keep me posted. And meanwhile, I'm jumping into my pants. Like I'm trying to get in my pants and I'm like, and Jesse's like, you just let us know when you're ready. And I said, no way. Don't listen to her. We'll be pulling up 24 hours postpartum. And she'll be like, what? So I just kept like texting her and she like posted those screenshots and they were just cracking me up. You did that for your past two births because you called me en route to the one that we did together and you were like outside like huffing and puffing and shivering on the phone and I was like I'm sorry I can't hear you because your teeth are chattering so much I don't know what you're saying and I was like you're really not selling me getting out of my bed right now to go this birth because it was like somewhat optional I don't like this at all yeah oh for that birth because Kim was like do you want to go or do you want Meredith to go but at first I thought she was saying that you were going either way because we did a breach birth last week so I was like to clarify you can you are on call but Meredith might go yeah (laughs) you were like meh (laughs) I didn't actually think hearing you struggling outside I was like oh she's already out there I should probably go well part (laughs) I think the biggest part of my decision was because the roads were not good that night and so you were gonna pick I have to pick you so you were like I'm gonna I'll pick you up on the way And then in my head, I was imagining being out at this birth with like no car. And then one of the other six people, seven people in their window goes. And I didn't think about that. I was like, I don't know if I want to haul my ass out of bed to go to a breach birth in the ice and snow when there's six other people in their window without a car. So I was like, Meredith can go. Also, that, fun. that road gets me every single time I go to that house because it has speed bumps that are, aren't marked on it. Oh, I'm so but used to it at this point. You, but I have a tow hitch on the back of my car, so I whack it every single time because I just fly down that road because why not? No, I can't. But then now they're ice. They're covered in ice, so you really can't see them. No. And so I hit them so I just go super slow. I go like 20 miles an hour, if, mm. if that, through that neighborhood every time. It'll take you three hours to get to the end of the road. It's fine. But at this point, I know where they all are because I think I've been up and down that road like 40 times at this point. You guys want to tell us a little bit about the breach birth? Because that was super exciting. We did a planned breach birth. Yeah, made up a new breach maneuver. I know. I I heard about it yesterday (laughs) and I love it. I did. I don't know. I think... um, We'll see what Christine says about that when we talk to her. When we I'm interested to hear. She's going to say like, <laughs> wow, that twins. was really unnecessary. <laughs> right, right, right. But she, the mom demanded it in a Well, I didn't realize nice you were way. still doing it when the baby some moms, was out. Yeah. Some moms do like that, even just for regular birth. Well, it was birth. Meredith's idea. Like, I was like, she's so... Tense. Yeah, she's just tense, right? And she was saying her perineum. Yeah, and we were asking her like, "How do you feel?" And she's like, "I just feel very tense. I feel like I'm tensing." And so I was like, "Okay." And then Meredith's like, "Why don't we do the jiggle? Yeah, dude, jiggle her thighs, jiggle her butt, shake those apples." And I was like, "Cool." So I did so it. Then she wouldn't stop. And then she was like. <laughs> oh I like that that's really helpful and I was like awesome and then she's like could you actually just do it all the time yeah just keep going right and so her husband's like I can do it babe like I can do that for you and he tried she's like like, I really want to jiggle your ass babe (laughs) he's like I can I am here I can help you and then she'd be like Kim just just let Kim do it (laughs) 
I didn't realize that that's what she had meant when she wanted you to keep going. But I also want to say, too, I think this was one of those births where you felt like you wanted to prove something to yourself and maybe to the parents because I was multiple times like, do you want me to take a turn? You're like, no, I'm fine. It was like three hours later. That gets really tiring really quickly. Like when I when I started, I did when I went like but right before the baby came. Like my arms were getting tired because I had been jiggling. Oh, I did it for literally two seconds. I don't know why you stopped though. I didn't take needed, back over. Like she needed somebody on each hand and foot, and so she had. Yeah. We had all hands on deck on yeah. pressure points. But Katie said she was kind of pissed off because she's like, did she use those words? Uh, yes. Are she you did. subtitling? I'm not. Yeah, I am subtitling. She's like, I'm just kind of pissed off because we take all this time and we, we like work on like knowing all these maneuvers and all these things we need oh. to do if a breech baby gets stuck and then that baby just fell on the damn floor and it was too easy. <laughs> Which is a very selfish thing. Like, obviously, you just want these breech kids to just fall out, right? Yeah. Like, that's the magic she of breech. She needs to bite her tongue because I want all breech babies to, to just, just fall, fall on the like floor. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny because she's like, did that baby? She said, did the baby fall on the floor? Not Katie, but the mom. And I was like, no, but I didn't want to touch the baby until so you just ca- everything came out. So you do. You just kind of catch him on the way down yeah. or whatever. But that baby just flew out. She'd, well, I missed it. I know. I don't think anybody I, saw. I kept like I was doing. I knew that baby was rumping, but I was like on hand pressure point duty. And so I kept like trying to peer back and see. And then I got in her ear at one point, which I don't think helped at all. No, I think it did. I think <laughs> Because it did. at that point, I think she was just crushing it anyways. She's, a, I mean, then, she's good. Yeah. yeah. And before I could even turn around to see again, I heard the baby come out. Oh, and I was just like, oh funny. my God, I missed the whole thing. Because I was like, I was jiggling. So she was on her hands and knees and I was jiggling her, like holding her hips and jiggling. So the baby is just like, jiggle, 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 jiggling down. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm just jiggling your baby right on out of here. And Katie's like, this is so funny. Like she's charting and we're shoulder to shoulder. So I, all I have to do is look over at her. So like I jiggle, 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 and I'd look over and like make a face at Katie and we and we laugh and we just kept doing it. And her husband is like trying to see. And I felt he was on other hand pressure. Well, I felt bad because he wanted to catch the baby. And so I looked up to say to him like, oh, like now, like now is the time. But as soon as I went to say you should come down, like I looked at him and I went now or something. And then the foot and I was like, oh, and then the other foot, and then the arm, and the arm, and the head. And I was like, baby. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even get a word out. It happened so fast. And Katie goes, oh, like. <laughs> I also, there was like a really sweet moment where the baby's little um, labia were showing, and that's yes! all you could see. And yes. so Kim, like, was like, hey, dad, like, come see your baby. And he, like, went and looked. And you could definitely see it took him a minute because it is disorienting, I was right? Pointing at it. It's yeah. like, what is this? And especially if you've never seen a breech birth, it's super disorienting. Yeah. And so when it clicked, his whole face lit up. And he was like, we're having a girl. So, like, he uh-huh. goes new before the baby came out. He goes, out. yes. Yeah. Like, and she, was I think so she was like, excited. oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't get any of that because I was down on this end mm-hmm. and you guys were having the conversation up there. But it was just so cute because when the baby came out, she was like, I need a minute. Yeah. You know, and you were like, oh, like, it's fine. Take a minute. It's fine. But then the baby was extremely alert. Like she. Yeah, there was no need for a cessation at all. None. But her eyes popped open and she slowly started to move her eyes to my face. And I was like, no, 
don't imprint <laughs> upon me. <laughs> Is that why you shoved me. her towards the dad? And so I was like, I am not your mama duck. I, did. I was like, take the baby. Take the, she's trying to look at me right now and I don't want her to imprint on me. Like I was joking with them. But and she like, he like pulled the baby from between her legs and, and then she was like, oh my gosh. She like, but she waited a long time. Like she kept apologizing, but she was like, there was nothing that she could do differently. Like she just well, needed she a minute. Well, she really hard. Well, she pushed, like, really she pushed for like two moment. hours, yeah. right? Two or three, two um, and a half. Two, but it was like not, it yeah. but it wasn't constant pushing because I was like, listen, it's, you know, with a breech baby, you don't really want to push unless you have to. But the baby came out cross-legged. Like they didn't, ex- like usually it's like, um, you know, I thought the baby was um, Frank right. breech, yeah. right? But as the baby was coming down, like you could see the butt and it was like, it looked Frank breech. And then also when you palpated during the, the earlier labor phase, you could feel the feet up top, yeah. but then you could see the baby trying to push a foot. And it was like, he was literally kicking her perineum while rumping. And I was like, Oh, Oof. that has to hurt so bad. So she pushed. I totally missed that part. Katie yeah. Talking about after. And that's what I was like pointing at. Like, and Katie and I were like, Oh my goodness. But it looked like she worked really, really hard. And um, well, yeah. Katie and I were super nervous for a while because because she had a hard time relaxing. The toilet was a really good tool for her. But you told I totally thought that kid was coming out on the toilet. That's and I was said. like, this is a nightmare. Like, I don't want to do this birth on the toilet. But you just kept being like, let her get it. Like, the, like, the presenting part was visible. Yep. And then she was rumping on the toilet. And I was like, can we get her off the toilet? Like, this There's, is making it, me so anxious. It was you or Katie goes, fine, just go ahead. Have a breech baby in the bathroom without us. And the thing was, I At did, least if some meconium comes out, it just goes right in the it shitter. It did. It was just, and it was. It was just coming out and going yeah. to the toilet. The but only thing is, like, with the breech, you anticipate having to do resuscitation, right? And so we were like, we have no room to work in here. Yeah. If we have to do any kind of intervention for this mom and baby well she i was like talking to her like you had said let's do you want to move her out and i was like i really think that with the next contraction we should try to move and like i'm like whispering to her or whatever and she was like no like i this is working for Mm -hmm. me and i said well can you feel baby moving down in another position she said no so she put herself on the toilet but she wasn't just sitting on the toilet i, say, I really like that position actually she I've was like never seen that yeah she was on the toilet but just like sideline yeah but she had one foot up on the toilet lid and then she had her arm stretched out like her right arm and her left arm were stretched like over her the one over her head and she was holding on to the sink so it's like she was in like the superwoman position and then she had one foot all the way up on the toilet and another one that's I so had on cool a block. Mm-hmm. so she just put herself in this like weird and it worked something I, I she say needed cockamamie because i don't get to use that it word re- it reminds <laughs> me of the one client we have who labors so well but she does that too where she arches her body completely into a crescent yeah on one side yeah to get her babies out it's and interesting when she had her first baby she was kind of doing like a welchers in the mm-hmm. in the tub when she pushed but she knew what she needed so i just kept saying if you feel your baby moving keep doing it if you don't we need to move and she was like okay but it did take a little longer than i anticipated yeah. but she did follow by the book. Like once baby was rumping, there was always. It took two seconds. Yeah, there was always descent. <laughs> like she did push for a little while after we could see 
the baby's bum but we just jiggled I mean, that baby expected. right on out the whole time yeah and she did great and i'm curious awesome. to hear your colleagues uh opinions on that well she asked if i'd fill out um i guess so if you are a provider and you do a breech birth there's a form you can fill out um on the breach without borders website and it helps them to, to keep statistics so i would encourage midwives to do that and then they can go back and like review how it went very cool I have noticed lately, and I noticed this last night, and I know we have two episodes about butter births, like births where you just walk in the door and... I We could do all episodes about butter births. That yeah. sounds amazing. And I've realized like in the past several, like even six months, like almost all of my births have been butter births mm-hmm. where you like get there and the baby's like out within an hour or so. Yeah. And so... Our first car birth. Until... Yeah. And so like, well, last yeah, night... Yeah, I was gonna say, I put a lot of stuff out in the universe right now. Yeah. Well, last night I got here for a birth that we were expecting to go fast and um, she ended up not having the baby for like four hours after we got here and I was like... We're just like twiddling your thumbs. I'm like, just what like, am I supposed to do with myself? In my head, I'm like, well, this isn't normal. She should have her baby by now. And I'm like, wait a second. This is normal. Yeah. Us walking into every birth and them having their babies within hours actually not normal. And it was like such a beautiful birth. Um, I'm so glad she got the tub this time because her last birth here, the tub wasn't installed yet. So we had a birth in a the blow up tub. tub in the green room. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is her. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's true. We had somebody have two birth babies in the birth center yet. No, she's the first. Yep. Um, that is exciting. <laughs> I don't. Ever, and ever. <laughs> it's like it's like the time that we've been here has like dragged, but it's flown by. I'm like, how did that many years go it's by? It's like having children. Yeah, I mean, technically, it's only been like two years. It'll I be know, two years but in the spring. it literally feels like that we should have just started being here like a Six week ago. ago. Um. No. <laughs> To me, it feels like it wasn't a long time ago, and I'm like, so I'm much so has happened since backwards. then. <laughs> I'm so grateful no, with where you. we are. I don't know. I'm not happy about getting older, though. So <laughs> there's that. All right, Peter Pan. Yeah. I want to go to <laughs> Never. Peter Pan. I want to go to Neverland. Girl, your um, whole life is Neverland. You'll get there. Uh, I don't know about all that. Um, but yeah, the birth last night was beautiful, and then um, yeah, our our car birth. I, I will say the last two births I did um, had like some pretty gnarly nuchal arms that yeah. made things a little interesting. Katie's so good at them, though. Oh, yeah. She was well, so she good. She better be at this point. I know. I mean, She's had, on. what, at least six minimum. She, she was so good last night. She was like, I said I was just going to hold that bitch in because I didn't want I didn't want that elbow to come out and make her tear. And she was so excited because this. Wow, so Katie's cussing a lot. She must have had a real day. Apparently, this was we're like. A bad, we're a bad influence. <laughs> I mean. I, I would like know. to acknowledge if I did that, you guys would yell at me. Can I at least put my head up so my chin doesn't show? I feel like we I can't put, hear you. We can I can't hear you when you do that. We can attach a lipstick to it and then you can also put lipstick on. Yeah, Kim is actually trying to do work on her computer and she just shoved her microphone in her shirt and I'm actually <laughs> not okay with it, but I took a picture of it. <laughs> 
it's working it's not working it's <laughs> i'm just posting a birth announcement what? um so but yeah she held the the hand in until the head came through and then apparently because this is katie's third time with this mom and she's had a second degree tear that needed sutures every single time and this time she didn't need any repair Woo-hoo. and she was like yeah That's awesome. so that was super exciting um thanks kim and yeah, and then our other exciting birth, besides the one that me and Kim missed, was our car birth, which yeah. we mentioned slightly in the last episode. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> she rolled up. Oh, did we mention that the one towel? That was the most interesting part of this whole birth because it was so chill. Oh, yeah. That there was one towel on the floor of the truck and it caught everything. It did. <laughs> including her water breaking in the truck on the way. After she was all settled and like we were done doing our thing and she was stable, we were like, we're going to go clean your truck. Which also was interesting. We expected to be a complete nightmare. Yeah, and it was also interesting because if it had been summertime, I would have been like, "Let's go outside." It was freezing, and it was like it was windy, balls cold and windy. But yeah, like that one towel caught everything, and it wasn't bad at all. There was no. like one little spot of blood on the carpet that we like hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, it was. And a, I was like, beautiful. It was a winter miracle, but it could have been a lot. It, it was interesting that it was a car birth in the winter. Because they pulled up in front of our center, which is also in front of a gym. Thank right, God gym. nobody came out while this was happening. But um, that was another part of it because I was like running and grabbing blankets, but the doors open and the dad is just holding a blanket in front of the door and it's like so cold outside and she's having and then getting her out of the car to get in the wheelchair. She was such a boss about it. I though. know, right? She like, did it, she like at one point was holding her baby had a short cord mm-hmm. so she couldn't even pull the baby up onto her abdomen at all it was like like down by her right on her, her legs yeah and she like somehow got while holding this child she was being supported by us but still she was doing a lot of this herself she like somehow threw her leg up into like a lunge and swung herself down out of this truck and into the wheelchair and i was like your baby just came out in your car like a minute ago yeah <laughs> and you're acting like it's nothing that does not surprise me no at all. no i mean i'm sure there's so much adrenaline involved in that situation too but I'm, yeah but i felt horrible because like she was naked from the waist down yeah <laughs> her baby was naked and we just like I, we just covered them both in blankets and yeah. just rolled them into the office <laughs> like, yeah I don't even think she saw the baby until we got into the bed and yeah. settled because she was in blankets. And she like left like three little drips of blood on the sidewalk outside <laughs> yeah. of the gym. And so when we were cleaning the van, I was like, well, might as well hydrogen peroxide these drops of blood on the sidewalk. Yeah. And nothing. I'm pretty sure they're still there. Yeah. I don't know if it did anything <laughs> or not, but I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. <laughs> so that people don't complain about the yeah. body fluids outside of the anytime fitness. I mean, the fact that it's was, about that. Uh, the fact that it's only happened this one time with the ramp in front of our office is really honestly shocking. Yeah, so. that's true. Especially with like the grand mall tips we have mm-hmm. that come in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, now this week we have four more in their window for January. Okay. We have other births too, but we'll we'll talk to those moms before we decide about sharing them. Yeah, because there was some interesting. There was some interesting stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I had another fun time of a. I feel like last week. Um, with the snowstorms and everything happening, and there were so many people in their window. Um, like I was just. I just felt like I was like ready to go at any second. Like I feel like my brain never fully relaxed the entire week, which is. 
but and I because Sorry I had had a you. I had had a bout of not me but my client had had a bout of prodromal labor earlier in the week oh, too. Yeah. I thought you were going to that. So I thought time. she was going to have her baby like any minute, and then she actually didn't have her baby for another week. And I was just like, I know it's going to be so fast, and it was when I got called to the birth center. Um, she had started contractions at nine thirty, and we ended up going to the like getting called to meet at like 1130 and after she got to the birth center like she hadn't really dilated anymore when we were at the center when she was in prodromal labor she was two centimeters but her cervix was really thick Mm -hmm. um and this time she was two centimeters but her cervix was thin and then as she was laying down to get checked her water broke and she had her baby an hour later (laughs) she went from two to birth in an hour yep that's awesome so it was just like fast and furious well, it's almost time to go to break, but I just wanted to say, and we can talk about it more when we come back, um, and you guys can give your opinion too, but I've been noticing lately, like every birth I do, I have just been loving the left side lying position mm-hmm. with the leg straight out and like the other leg. I've just noticed in like so many of the births I've been doing, if a mom's like not fully kicking in or is just like... I put them in that position and it's like three contractions later. They're just like. Are you talking about the release or just left side lying in general? Just left side lying. But oh, I do okay. it with like their bottom leg, like straight yeah. back behind them and mm-hmm. the other leg like exaggerated mm-hmm. over. I just, I don't know. I am just loving that position lately. And we used that last night because <laughs> it had been like. God forbid four hours. Yeah. Did you use it last night? <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. But it was funny because like it just she when she got here, she was seven day eight. And so we thought she was going to have and it was kind of like dragging and then they like kind of spaced. And so we got her out of the tub. Makes sense with the nuchal. Yeah. And we did the left side lying. And um, Katie was like, why don't you go like just lay down on the couch for a few minutes? We'll take some turns like closing our eyes. And as soon as I laid down and like I heard. <laughs> I was like, say. of course. How do you get a baby out? Go lay down. So <laughs> then, I, so then I like got up and ran to the back room, and like I was sitting there, and then ten minutes went by and nothing. And I was like, I was like, you know what? It's because I said I was gonna lay down. She's like, yeah, go do that again. <laughs> so I laid down, and like three seconds later, I heard it again. I was like, yes. You're like, <laughs> so we need stay here for two more. So yeah. Just but we like had her stay in that left side lying position, and then. Her water, she started pushing and then her water broke in that position. They were like, and now we can get up yeah. <laughs> and go to the tub because it's happening. That's awesome. Oh, so she pushed a couple times and the then tub. her water broke and then she got in the tub. Yeah, she started getting pushy when I was like hearing her when I was laying yeah. down. And then when, yeah, then it like broke in the bed and we were like, okay, now she's really, really pushing. Let's get her back up to the tub. But on that note, it is time for us to go to break. And yeah, when we come back, we can talk about some of our more historical, notable winter births. All right, let's go to break. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So the sponsor for today's podcast is us. We've been using the same Patreon ad for a really long time, so we figured we might as well make a new one. Is that a shout out? I know, for all of our patrons. That we kn- we love and know we're so grateful to have you as patrons of our podcast. Thank, thank we you. don't deserve you. Even thank you for letting us fail you for four really years. We've really been failing, but now we're going to get back on track. There's three levels 
that you can join up if you would like to support our podcast. And once again, for this, all of our no patrons, matter what our output is, though, I do think we'll do better this time. And for all of our patrons, we still Myth. have. We love you and appreciate you. So Thanks much. For all Words you can do. even describe. Thank you for your patience. We're desperately in love with you. And all we yes. have to say is cheers. Cheers. You're not giving up on us. Welcome back from that delightful break. So delightful. I I'm loved it. Tim is still working. Little Eliza and Lou Eliza woke up from us. her nap. And we talked a little bit about historically some of our winter births that we remember. I feel like actually now that I'm thinking about it, my winter births are some of my most memorable ones. Maybe because it's cold. <laughs> the it's, drive to the births is more memorable. Oh, those first like four minutes in the car when I'm waiting for it to warm up. And it's just so cold. I Luckily, I have, a, I have a thing where I can start my car. Before I leave the house. Nice. Which is so wow. nice. There's I, another I motivator that. to get yourself a new vehicle. Yeah, just. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Once yours has gone, it's path. Yeah. That maybe. I'll think about it. Um, um one of the births I want to talk about is like a birth I know we've talked about because it's one of my favorites. But do you remember the one we did? I don't remember what month it was. We can look it up, but it was really, really cold and it was the equinox. Or not the equinox, sorry, the lunar eclipse. The lunar eclipse, yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite births. And I do believe it did snow at yeah. some point before that. Because I remember there... It was I, like icy or something. Yeah. And she went into labor during the lunar eclipse and it was it was really cold outside. It was freezing. I couldn't get over how... Because she was really far along. I mean, she was going outside until she started pushing. Yeah. And I couldn't get over how... Well, she tolerated. I know you're hot in labor, but it was frigid. Yeah. And she just had on a robe and she just kept walking in and out of her house to go look at the eclipse because it was like, I think she birthed like 20 minutes after totality. So yeah. I mean, she was pretty in alignment with it. Totality. Yeah. Which I totality. loved so much because I remember I wanted to see the lunar eclipse, but it was so cold out that... Yeah, you and I you, would not have motivated ourselves. Like, like, I'll go out when that happens. I'll go out and I'll be like, I looked, there was a cloud. I failed. I tried. Yeah. And so I had already done that. The end. I had already done that when that we night. we like walked in for the birth. Yeah, I had yeah. already done that that night before we got called to the birth. And then when we got called to the birth, I was like, oh, there's clouds. We're not going to see the lunar eclipse. But then like with her going out all through the night in labor to check on it, we got to see the whole thing from like beginning to end. And then by the time we left, it was finally over. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was really special. That was a really, really awesome birth that we did in the wintertime. I feel like there's not very many that we've had where you feel really connected to the earth in it. Right. Like obviously inherently we feel that sense because of like the mom's connection to the earth but in terms of like witnessing what's going on in the world around us like or I think what's really shocking to me too is how um important like birth sunrises are like I feel like when I look back at births I remember the sunrises like I don't know it's really fun to like take a moment to ground yourself in the world around you at birth as well when it's easy to get so sucked into like the intimate nature of them I used to do a good job of taking like and I still do if there is a sunrise happening during the birth, I take a picture of it, but I did that for Katie when Brinley yeah. was born and she has it framed in her, in her bedroom. I will also, um, if I notice like a particularly beautiful moon on like my way to a birth, I'll try and take a picture of it, which we know it never works, never works very well. Cause our cell phones are just not made to take moon pictures, but I will no. try to take a picture of the sky and the moon on the night when a baby was born. But 
I mean, I think the interesting thing about winter births is because like in the summer we can talk about like births during a storm or whatever, but I mean, mom's bodies are so intrinsically connected to that. Like I, so many of the moms are like, yeah, with the changing pressure from the storm coming through, maybe I'll have my baby, but it's a different level because it's like, there was so many nights this week where I was like, I want someone to have their baby so bad, but I also don't want someone to have their baby so bad because I don't want to drive in these roads. And so it's like a seeing that connection and being like, please don't work your nature magic so that I don't have to drive in the ice and the cold. We, I just lost my four wheel drive because it's in the shop finally. So I really needed to know it's finally in the shop. Yeah. I just needed to not do that again because I don't have four wheel drive. I mean, I think technically it was just be good for a while, but we'll see. It's Virginia. Well, the thing I was worried about this week was not so much the snow as like, it was so cold. I was worried about the ice because like four wheel drive doesn't do anything in ice. No, no. But it it all worked out and we made it to all the births and so far. Um, And we'll see. I mean, it's supposed to be really warm this week. So hopefully some people will have their babies this week when it is really warm unseasonably warm do for some. yeah i was thinking we're always definitely due for some at this point <laughs> i was thinking about another birth that i did and it was snowing so hard when i got called to this birth and i knew like i wasn't going to be able to make it And at that time, I had a past client who lived a couple blocks away from me, and he happened to be a police officer as well. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what do I do? Like, I have to go to this birth, and I know I can't make it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to call him and ask him if he will drive me to the birth. And it was so awesome because he had four-wheel drive. He had, like, his police cruiser. And um, so I called. the lights on? No. He didn't. I called him at like 1130 at night and I was like, I know that this is a weird request, but I've got to get to this birth and my car can't make it. And he was like, I would love to get you to that birth. And so he drove me. He like picked me up in my house and drove me to the birth. How far away was it? It was all the way to Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was far. Yeah. Um, Which birth was that? It was so many years ago. It was like, this had, this has to have been like eight years ago at least. But, um, yeah, so that was another fun one where I was like, and so people ask me all the time, like, what happens if I have my baby in a storm? And I'm like, I will make it there yeah. by hook or by crook, like somehow, some by way. By hook or by, by crook? Yeah. Okay, grandma. <laughs> yeah. I like that saying. It's a fun one. Yeah. It's like, we will make it there somehow, some way. I'm, I feel like most of our clients end up trying to like help us out, especially the ones on the mountains who already know that they have like a f- somewhat difficult um journey up to their house like they'll oh, offer to come meet us at the base of the mountain and yeah. give us a ride up or i was really hoping to get an atv ride once but it didn't work out that way that would be really fun before well, birth I we know. were hoping for apple blossom to get horsed I in know. with our hair flowing behind us but maybe this year maybe this will be the work. year we need to find a may client in in winchester in winchester lately oh, to may <laughs> That doesn't sound fun at all. No, they have to be on the right street. They have yeah. to be on Loudon, like on the parade route. Yeah. yeah, that would be really that would be really cool, but also really stressful. I mean, I'll be right there. I can get there. Well, we called. You can walk. Our client was on the parade route, and we were like, "Well, how do we get here?" 
And so we called and they were like, we have horses. We can ride you in. And I was like, oh my God. Dream that would life. be the absolute best. I was like, the, the grins on our faces when we start to daydream about that are just like. <laughs> yeah, because of course they're like giant white stallions. <laughs> just like in the fairy tales. Can you put a poster on the horse's butt instead of saying like just married? Be like, Lyndon, Dream and Wifery. <laughs> and then just like Birth shits all over the progress. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like our posters from our we'll um, put it parade. Over, we'll put it over the tail. <laughs> we can lift its tail. Yeah, right? <laughs> there was, I just want to clarify, uh, horses didn't shit on our signs for the parade, but it downpoured the entire time. So they remember they yes. only lasted two seconds before they just like that was so much all fun. to the ground. That was a, re- that yeah, was that a, really was a fun day. day. Dancing in the so rain. Fun. That was yeah. so much fun. Um, another really memorable winter birth we were talking about was that one we did on Christmas day. Uh, yeah. You always like whenever I think of winter births, like you think about holiday births. Cause that's also another thing where people are like really stressed about either. They like, most people really don't want a holiday baby because obviously it makes it complicated, but we had a Christmas birth like two or three years ago. I think it was, now? I think it was like four, at least really? four. Yeah. It was before the center was it open. Was, it was it before the year that we had three. Yeah. I had three Christmas babies. I think it was the year before you had three. Yeah. Yeah. So the mom calls and labor like early in the morning and it's going like pretty fast. And so we go over, I don't know, it's probably like around six in the morning. Was it that early? Yeah, it was. Or it was pretty after that. Yeah, it was early in the morning. I mean, right. kids get up early for Christmas anyway. So it's probably like six or seven. Yeah. And so we get there and her kid is awake and opening his presents. And the mom is like sitting on a birth ball watching. And like by watching her, you could tell she was like in active labor. But she was just being so graceful about it and was like, really invested in what was happening with his Christmas morning. And then he finally, but you saw it like intensifying really quickly. Yeah. And at one point she's I was like, try, she's trying so hard. I, yeah. And I like kept checking with her. I was like, are you okay? Like, do we need to like move out of this space? And she was like, no, it's fine. And then he finally opened his last present and she looked at her, I guess it was like her mother-in-law. I yeah. guess. And was like, get out now. <laughs> And then we moved time to, the, to go. And then we moved to the tub and she had a baby like an hour later. Super quickly. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about that birth too, and um it's part of like my family tradition, is that um Asian restaurants are notoriously yes. known for being open on Christmas. Yes. But my mom But not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. So my my parents call it Christmas time for the Jews because there's a skit about that. And so when after she had her baby and we all needed food, I was mm-hmm. like, the Asian restaurants are probably open. So we had like sushi so and hibachi, like and she had a beer so too. Awesome. That's right. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it was so delicious. So I was, was like, lounging Christmas. on her couch with her baby next to her and her dog next to the baby and her yep. man next to the dog, and they just were like eating Christmas sushi beer and eating <laughs> sushi. And didn't they gave they like made the like sushi roses? I remember sushi mm-hmm. roses. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it was a special occasion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is so awesome. Like, this is awesome. birth sushi. Can you like juju it up a little bit? Please? Yeah, right. That's hilarious. <laughs> juju it up like, on Christmas time for like the juice. Can you make it a fishy vulva? I don't know if I, <laughs> no, I, don't know if don't I like that. Those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brother says, if it smells like fish, make it a dish. Because <laughs> you know their bacteria is working, but if it smells like cologne, leave it alone. <laughs> I don't. I agree with the I cologne. Don't know how I feel about that. I agree with the cologne thing, but um, yeah. can we just so have like a middle ground? Like, yeah, he be like not all, cologne or fish? I think he just travels all over the world. I don't you know, know if that's an excuse for eating gross pussy all the time. Though. Yeah. <laughs> 
some reason like i imagine your brother because he's backpacking everywhere it's like it's like the middle ages sex it's like (laughs) Who knows what your testicles smell like? You don't even know. His mustache alone, (laughs) like a health problem. And he's totally fine with it. He's like, uh huh. Like nothing, nothing is too much for him. Nothing is embarrassing. He just says whatever. That's refreshing and disturbing. He's like me as a dude. Refreshing. I don't know about that. Nothing's fresh about vagina, but. Well, I was making fun of him when he was here and he was like, um, he goes, I know I live out in the woods and I might not use like we don't have shampoos because we don't want to ruin the environment. And he said, but I, I bathe daily every single day. I get in whatever water we have, like whether it's if they do a makeshift shower or if they're next to a creek or a river. He's like, I, oh, so cold. I shower every like I bathe every day. So you can poke fun all you want. I just don't use those crappy so fresh shampoos and, so clean. and soaps that you guys use. Some reason imagining him like bathing in like an ice cold creek it makes me think of like jamie from outlander it's like Ew. i mean no offense but i will not, not think a of a connotation i have with your friend. well katie says sure i mean not i don't know i have not to in post the... i have videos of us dancing and they yeah. are so amazing like you're yeah you're behind us and your arms are going like crazy <laughs> and brian and i look like we're at like a woodstock festival on mushrooms or something yeah like, and, and cozy downtown Strasbourg. oh my god it's so good and we Katie had so said, much fun that night so much fun and she said when we were at the birth the other night she goes oh my gosh when i was in the box office I was going, coming back from the restroom and this guy is walking towards me and I went, oh my God, that's Kim's brother. Like she said, I never met him before, but I recognized him from like Facebook or your post or whatever. She was like, that's his, that's him. That's gotta be him. (laughs) I said, you gotta wait for him to walk by. And if it's the same butt, then you know that it's him. (laughs) The same. Uh, I think he was wearing pants in the box office brewery. (laughs) But it'd be funny if he cut the butt out of all of his (laughs) Now I recognize him. There it is. is Brian England. (laughs) So Katie and I had, um, and I know we've talked about this before, but I bring this up because she um, had to back me out of an ice like covered driveway and um, a Christmas birth that we had a couple years ago. And she made fun of me relentlessly because I do not (laughs) listen. I have a man for these things. It's fine. I'll say that. We all have skills. That's not one of them for me. I don't drive on ice backwards down a mile long driveway in the dark. I don't do that. There's no backup camera on this truck. Like there's no, no. whatever, no four wheel drive. She calls it my useless, my useless truck. So she backed it down the driveway for me and got me out. So when she went to do a home visit in this crappy ass weather, she got stuck. And I was like, what do you mean you're stuck? Aren't you like, (laughs) I'm still having a hard time understanding exactly. Not in a judgy way because I literally have backed into ditches before. I don't even, I was just like, when she she group texted us, I was like, what the hell is an alcove in a driveway? Yeah, I don't know what that means. No, it's like you have a driveway and then they cut this little part so you can back into it. Yeah, but they put the alcove over a ditch. No, there's no ditch. I think it's just oh, it went okay. down in grade. So when oh. she backed down because of the snow, her front tires weren't connecting with the gravel. Mm. So oh, gosh. they were spinning because I think she must have been in her car and not her truck. Yeah. So I was like, she goes, y'all, you, you got to like, don't, pu- it don't use the outcome. That is don't a long this. driveway, though. I, know. I said, it's fine. I'll back in and then call you to come back me back out <laughs> when the birth is over. It's a very long driveway. It's also not straight. It's very curvy. 
Well, this same person, her sister has cows like in there. It's right there, like on the driveway. Can I just park at the end of the driveway and ride a cow in? Well, it was like snowing in the middle of the night when Save I walked, went ride to ride a cow. <laughs> <laughs> not a car not yeah. in the alcove not in the alcove in and in, in, in a different car just to be specific and there was a cow in the driveway that's all i was gonna say <laughs> it scared the shit out of me that is yeah what do you went, did you have to push out of the way no i came around the corner to put something in my car forgetting that i parked right next to the fence and i went and i went <laughs> i don't know if you guys know this the cows are huge they are huge oh no, like they're, they're real big humongous so big. creatures which you don't know until you get right up to them and its face was in my face so it was like a snowy winter weather and then there's one at this farm that is so tall that like i only come up to his shoulders isn't that crazy like his entire shoulders and head is over the fence that's insane i know they're huge he lets you pet them it's wild i yeah. tried to pet this they're one, usually very gentle i fed one a hamburger once no you sp- asshole he spit it out good in your face no start kim oh no my feet i saw a video of chickens eating a rotisserie chicken the other day chickens are assholes, seemed wrong so that makes so i feed my sense. chickens chicken sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah they don't care they they torture each other they eat eggs as well you just are supposed to cook them so they don't know to eat their own eggs oh interesting this has gone down a rabbit hole it has this is, yeah this is a bit of a cluster um, at the end here <laughs> so yeah i don't think it's supposed to snow anymore for the next week <laughs> the which is nice of the episode no, it's not <laughs> the end of the episode. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> Our weather forecast is that it's not going to snow anymore. I'm the looking. end. The funny thing is. I don't is, think our listeners care if it's going to snow anymore. Yeah, They're the, not even The funny the thing area. is, is that I always say every year, like, I just want all the births in the wintertime when I'm not running around doing as much stuff like swimming blah 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 you're that's in what it, i was gonna like, ask mm. yeah but now that i'm in it i'm like i hate person in winter time i was gonna ask you that would you guys prefer to possibly be called out when you're having like an amazing rope swing day and you're no, sunning yourself obviously not or would you rather no. risk having to drive in the snow and the ice i'd rather stuff? i'd rather be like totally booked in the winter and slower in the spring and yeah. summer that's that's very true even though the getting out of bed and the snow and all that like sucks it's so cold for the most part like during the winter i do nothing but sit in my house and watch tv and sit in front of my wood stove so like i haven't done anything for like three weeks you know what i don't have though is a good system where all of my supplies are so frigid Oh, like yeah. I'm doing a bunch of home visits this week and I feel horrible because my gel is freezing. Well, I was the scope is freezing talking about that with Katie last night. And I was like, I feel like we need to be taking our IV bags in from our car yeah, I've actually, at nighttime. You can't give them cold IVs like that. Yeah. Ugh. So I was like, yeah, because I know but that you know the second we take that shit out of the car, we're going to forget. <laughs> well, I, I know. But I was like, I know that one of my clients coming up wants IV antibiotics as soon as we get there. So well, I was like, a, it's a 500 bag. So yeah. You can just, you know what we your, could do? Put it in your shirt. Or, Microwave that shit. I was going to say, we'll just like, er, 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 like, put it between our butts. So we just like, er, er, I mean, we've er, done that. We've er, been like, here, put this er, in your shirt. Like, if it's not but an what if, if the birth is going really like fast, Kikido. though, then, yeah, I don't know. She'll have to decide if she wants cold IV fluids. That doesn't sound fun <laughs> at all. It's awful. It does. I've thought about the struggles of home birth midwifery. Well, How do you keep your things warm besides taking them out of your vehicle? Maybe for this particular client, I will Florida. just stop by the center on my way to her house and grab a warm oh, bag nice. out of the center. That's so nice of you. I that's could so keep thoughtful. a 500 bag in my 
in this my little Mexico tote. What if you and you're heading to a birth, you just like pull it out and put it in your shirt on the drive? That'd probably be enough. I don't. Do you think it would warm up fast enough doing that? If you that? have your heat going. Oh, I have one of those. That would be so cool. I have one of those seat horrible. warmers. I I'm going to put it under my oh. butt. And Make it a little nest with a blanket. Yep. You're never going to remember to do any of that. Do that. No. No. <laughs> I'm just but trying to get in my car. If I'm doing that, I'm winning. Just some of the, li- yeah, but like you're right. Like the gel and everything for like oh, the, it's, so bad. it's just like, I'm very understanding, but I do feel bad. Yeah, that is true. Everything is cold when it's winter time and so you, cold. And so basically we're just going to keep hot. complaining because we don't want to change anything because we still want to have our summers, but we're just going to complain about it. <laughs> Well, that's what this podcast is for, right? We're whining it's about for it. Whining. Even though we haven't actually had wine on this podcast for quite a while. So I feel like after this. We're so good at our jobs. Like, we don't need it. <laughs> I feel like after this like big spurt of babies, when we have our slower month, we should actually do a couple episodes where we drink wine. We get to have wine. I haven't had alcohol in a month and a half and I don't really see myself going back to it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I just feel so much better. Go you. It's true. I had some the other day. I was going to get through January, but I decided that was a dumb idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> I might do like some bourbon, but I would definitely not want to have any responsibilities because I'm probably going to be a hot mess. Well, we hardly had any. Like Chuck didn't drink for three months and he finally had a beer. He had like three beers. And I was like, you failed. <laughs> yes, I kept making eye contact with him. And he was like, you did this. You did this because you drank a glass of wine and you knew that I wasn't drinking. <laughs> like what does that have That's to do with all this don't blame Chuck. don't blame anybody he else. goes i'm just kidding i'm just i'm just trying to blame you for this and i was like okay but then that was it it was like a couple beers in the end i think he did have a regular beer the next day too because we went oh, into the legion and brian was like was like he's drinking a real beer again <laughs> drinking a real beer. And i was like he oh said the okay first beer he had tasted like someone had squirted rubbing alcohol in it because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he didn't have a beer for it and was it's over a bud light months. y'all I know it was a Bud Light. Yeah, I didn't have a single sip of alcohol all last week, and but then when I did the um, tournament on Saturday, because I was I was in a pool tournament, and I was like, I gotta have at least two beers to play this pool tournament. Like I can't do this without beer. Every alcoholic, not me, not not me, but. I did not win. I did win the last one I was in before this one, but not this one. Um, but not this one. Yeah, I was entirely too sober. I do. I play pool better when I drink because I think too much when I'm completely sober. I play like just, crap no matter what. doesn't really matter. It's not true. You were making some shots the other day. I will make like three shots and be like, wow, look at me. I'm a real pool player. And then nothing again. Not yeah. ever. It's just luck. It has nothing to do with skill. It just either goes in the hole or it doesn't. And I don't know what makes it happen. Hmm. <laughs> magic <laughs> i will say when we got to the birth the other day and andrew like we got there and andrew was like here and he set out all these different like it was like uh ipa and a light beer and I know. and a f- whatever and i wasn't doing alcohol and i still can't have gluten and i was just like i am so lame i know it is, it is like fun to drink like to celebrate with it it is and i yeah. wanted a beer so bad but I wasn't going to have one because my other client had been texting yep. me all day about contractions. And I was like, oh, we could have had a, a birth party, but now we're not. And he was like, he was so bummed. He was like, I really wanted to have a birth party, you guys. And none of you guys even <laughs> had a drink because we used to do that all the time I after know. the births. But there's just so many people in their window right now. I'm also, uh, really, I'm we've really become lame. responsible. It's stupid. Yeah. So dumb. Health minded. 
Lame. On that note, um, end this episode. It's time for us to end this episode. And I think that what we should do is do a shout out to all the moms who have their babies in the winter, because I know as much as we get worried about you having your babies in a snowstorm, you guys also get worried about having your babies in a snowstorm. Um, I also got you. Yeah. I also wanted to remind everybody. uh, I don't know if you listened to our last episode um, about the unconscious bias bill, but we really, really want to do an episode about um, the experiences of people of color giving birth times that they have um, been at the receiving end of unconscious bias. And we realize that's hard to get people to actually like interview about that. And so if you could send us emails about your stories, we want to do um, an episode where we read people's stories um, to show how that is happening. Um, so yeah, send us your emails at whineaboutbirth at gmail.com. And then also just um, thank all of our patrons who are just still hanging on for us uh we love every one of you and you guys really do help make it possible for us to continue this podcast yeah i think you're about to buy jess a new computer oh yeah (laughs) well this computer is so old it's like this is like my it's like my car and so longer than your marriage (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah i'm just like i've been trying to like limp this one out as long as possible but i think it's really getting on its last leg and so we are going to need to start that process soon so that i have something to edit and record on uh do you guys have anything else to say okay well the only other thing we have to say is cheers cheers. water and coffee cups